You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton. And today, you may notice, if you're listening to this on Saturday, that this episode is a little bit late. And the reason for that is, is I have been in like this creative rut. I've been kind of stuck and I just couldn't come up with, I I literally was at my gym last night talking to Tori, my wife, uh, during my daughter's birthday party slash our open gym. And I was like, I've got to record an episode for tomorrow. And I just, I just don't know what to talk about. I'm just kind of stuck and I'm in this weird rut. And I came to the epiphany last night as I was up late, uh, just playing video games, uh, not recording a podcast and realized I need to do a podcast about what I'm going through right now, because it's not the first time I've gone through a situation like this where I've been in a rut. I've had that feeling of like, I don't know what I should be working. I know I have these things I should be working on, but I just don't want to. I'm just not motivated to do the things that I know I need to do. And so today we're talking about how to get out of your rut. Uh, Before we get into the episode, make sure you head it over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on our Facebook. Uh, Join that group if you're a gym owner. Uh, If you're not a gym owner, join our uh, Next Gen Coaches group. Uh, where we talk about cheerleading things. We have some really amazing coaches in there as well that give advice. Uh, people like Jess and Adam Forte, who've been on the podcast, uh, Shelly Shepard, uh, other great people who've been coaching for a really long time who may have some good advice for you if you're a coach. And lastly, get registered for conference. We're about three weeks away from our conference in Las Vegas, January 7th and 8th. And there is no better resolution than to take your business and your coaching to the next level. So come to our Next Generation Coaches Conference and Gym Owners Conference where we are going to help you do that. Like the the cheat code to this entire episode is if you're in a rut, come to conference because you will not be in a rut when you leave. It's guaranteed. You're not going to be stuck. Like you will leave that conference motivated and excited and ready to do work as long as you attend the conferences or the classes. If you only go to Vegas and you just drink the whole time, then that's not gonna probably help you. But if you attend the classes, you will leave motivated, you will leave with good content and all sorts of things that get you motivated to get to work. So, like I said, um, the, the epiphany for this episode came literally last night, well, technically this morning at like 1.30 in the morning as I was playing Call of Duty uh, with some of my friends and just, feeling guilty while also doing something that was just letting my brain cleanse. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling guilty that I'm not doing this. And I was just, I was in a rut yesterday. I had two great coaching calls. They were super fun. Lots of really good work, like really exciting stuff. Had a great meeting with the other next gen owners and our business coach. And so like all of that was good. But then when it was time for me to do work by myself and get things done, I just was stuck. I literally wanted to do anything else, like stare at the paint on the wall and see if I could find cracks in it versus come up with something to do. If there was like a actual, an email to be answered or something I could just respond to, someone had initiated, no problem. But 
doing something creative or, or, or starting that project uh, was, I just was lacking in the motivation. And uh, I hated it. I, I hate it when that happens. It happens to me every once in a while. And I imagine it happens to you. It happens to all of us, I think. Um, so we're going to go through four strategies that will help you get out of that rut. Now, there's ways to avoid it, but inevitably you're going to get into those modes where you just don't, you're not motivated to do the work. And these four strategies will help you get back on track very quickly. Within 24 hours, you're gonna be hitting that reset button and you're gonna be hitting the ground running, which I really feel like I am today now that I've done this exact thing. Like I've literally hit this reset button, I've done this exact method I'm gonna to talk to you about and I'm, I'm motivated, I'm sitting here recording the podcast um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to cook. So let's go through those key kind of, uh, the, the process for how to do this. Uh, so number one, go do something active. Do something physical. Uh, number two, make a visual list of the things to accomplish. Number three, pick one simple thing and do it. And number four, eliminate distractions. So let's break each one of these down. Number one is go do something active. Now, this is very simple, but it's so important. Find something physical to do that is not just sitting in your chair at your desk working on your computer. We are not meant to do that. It's not healthy for us to sit around all day. We are meant to be physically active. We're meant to be doing things. And so getting out and doing something physical will help prime your brain. It will get those creative juices flowing. It will bring endorphins into your, your body will produce those endorphins and it will, you will find that you are more motivated, you're more awake, uh, and you're more ready to get things done. Now, I drink caffeine. I try to drink a lot less than I used to, but I totally drink caffeine. Caffeine is a little bit of a cheat code for the activity in that it will help uh, initiate some of those, uh, that creative flow, that motivation, it will, it will jazz you up. Um, I'm a big believer in just coffee or like tea, uh, the energy drinks, I've drank them. I don't think they're as healthy of a, uh, caffeine intake, personally speaking. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff in there, uh, and just plain old coffee, uh, can definitely help initiate some things, but all of that is great. However, doing something active is better. Number one, it's healthier for you. And number two, you're going to find that after you've gotten done that active thing, you're most of the time more motivated to come and do work. And during that active thing, oftentimes you will find if you're in a block, if you're in kind of this stuck point of, I don't even know what to do, it will help you break down those walls. It will help your brain process through those things. And like me personally, I find I get a lot of ideas when I'm exercising, when I'm working out. In fact, if you talk to the next gen owners, they will tell you that I oftentimes will send my most like, hey, what do we think about this? Ideas at like between 5.30 and 6.30 a.m. PST, um, which they're all on Eastern time, so except for Shelly, so it's not really waking them up. Um, but I tend to do that because I'm in the middle of my workout and I think of something and then I send it to them. Uh, I try not to do that with my wife because she's generally still asleep at that time. 
Um, so I, I try not to do it with my wife and my staff, but even then it sometimes happens. My dream camp staff will tell you this. I'll send them messages really early in the morning. You know, my Florida people will be just eating breakfast and I'm sending them messages because it's 5.45 and I'm working out and I, I thought of something. So go do something active. Now it doesn't have to be a full workout. You don't have to go for a run. Uh, I hate running. Um, get a walking treadmill. Uh, go for a walk. Take your dog on a walk. Go to the gym and lift some weights. Uh, walk on the stair climber. If you want to go for a run or you want to go for a bike ride, do it. Like all that stuff is great too. There's nothing wrong with doing those things, but just do something active. And I'm not talking active like vacuuming the house. I'm not talking that that is active, but it's not the active I'm talking about. Something that is a little bit more fitness oriented and has no other task other than doing something physically active. So we're not having to like build something and do construction. We're going and going on a walk and just kind of letting our body move and letting our brain reset. We're going and lifting some weights or going on a jog or riding a bike. Um, I'm gonna use this uh, more regularly because we have a, a dog that we got last year and he needs to go on more walks. And I, as I'm home more and more working from home, I need to make sure that I diligently put time in my day to physically move and I'm gonna use walking him more often as one of my, my things that I do to physically move and he loves to go on walks, so it's, it's great. Um, all right, number two is make a visual list of things you need to accomplish. Um, this is so important. Um, and just start, it doesn't, you don't have to have it perfectly organized, you can organize it later. Uh, if you can organize it right off the bat, that's great. So like for me, my rut that I was in was not a lack of things to do. I knew I had these all these things to do. I knew I had to work on presentations. I knew I have uh, coaching things I need to set up. I knew I had things at the gym I needed to do. I knew I had things for dream camps I needed to do. I knew I had to record this podcast. And I had no problem knowing those things, but they were all in my brain. And even if they're on a... Trello board or something like that. Those things are great, but I'm a big believer in putting something up visually. So if you have it on a Google Doc or you have something like that, I recommend you print it and post it somewhere or you write it down in a notebook. Or if you're watching this on YouTube at some point in time, you'll see I have a whiteboard behind me and I actually put that whiteboard up yesterday and wrote my list of things that I needed to be doing down on it. Now, why do we do this? Why does that help? Well, one, it starts making us organize our thoughts. It also puts things in a position where we're seeing the things we need to do. And if you're a go-getter, if you're a doer, that's gonna motivate you to want to accomplish those things and want to check the things on that list off. Now, I totally get everyone does this sometimes where you write something on your list that you've already done just so you can have that like immediate endorphin hit of checking it off. It's not really what the list is for. I didn't do that. My list literally has a ton of boxes on it and it has not a single one checked off. Once this episode is done and posted, I'll be able to check an episode off or something off. But until then, I can't. So uh, I understand that urge. Try to put the things that you know you need to get done written down on that. Like I said, it's, it's an accountability partner without having a person present. You're, you're holding yourself accountable. You've written those things down. And because they're written down and because they're visually displayed, you're more likely to get them done. Now, 
The only caveat to that is you need to look at this thing regularly. And if you have something on your to-do list that has been on your to-do list for longer than a week, you either need to write it in a new color, you need to move it in some form, or do something with it, or maybe take it off your list because it's not something you need to do right now. Um, it's, it's not important and it's not uh, urgent, so you don't need to accomplish it in the moment. Take that off your list because that's just gonna be a distractor and it's just gonna make you feel like you're not being successful when realistically there's just more important things you need to work on. However, if it's been on your list for a while and it's something that needs to get done, you need to find why it is you're not accomplishing that thing. And maybe it just is that you need to delegate it to someone else because the reason you're not doing it is you hate doing that thing. And sometimes when you hate doing certain things, it's better to delegate them to people who enjoy them than it is to force yourself to figure out how to do it. So write a visual list and check things off that list will help you get motivated to get off the couch, get out of that rut, and actually start doing work. Number three is pick one simple thing and do it. So after you've written that list, pick a thing that you either, that you can accomplish easily. Now I know the urge is going to be to pick something that you have to accomplish. Like, I know I've gotta do this thing, so I'm gonna pick that. But oftentimes that's the thing that has had you kind of in the rut to begin with. And so picking something else that's easy, that is something you need to do, and you can get done relatively quickly, will help you reset. It will help start the process, and then when you go to that harder task, you're a little bit more keyed in. It's, it's like your warm-up, right? We wouldn't have our athletes come in the gym and throw a full-out routine, or we wouldn't have them just hop on the floor exercise, hit play and say go, throw every skill in your routine or, or hop on the, the bars or the beam. You know, when I was a gymnast, we were going through our warm-up process for like an hour at practice. Like it was all drills, drills and conditioning and physically moving our body and getting our awareness plugged in before we were starting to actually practice our routines. So it's the same thing. We've got to warm our brain up. We've got to warm our production up sometimes. And so having those tasks that are not really, really hard and that we can do and accomplish quickly will help reset that for you and get you moving and out of that, that rut and out of that kind of feeling stuck. And I just, I know I need to do these things, but I don't want to do it. The last one, and this is one of the most important, is eliminate distractors, okay? It is harder today than ever to get work done, in my personal opinion. Obviously, I was not born in the 50s, uh, but it is so much harder today because there's so many more distractions. There's so many more things competing for our attention, all right? So we have the, the challenge of we have Things like Netflix, we have YouTube, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have TikTok. We have all of these things that are competing for our attention and they want our attention. That's literally what they're looking for is for us to spend more time on their app. And on top of that, we have all of our other business things going on. So we've got our two email inboxes and we've got our friends texting us because it's someone's birthday and we've got this, that, and the other thing. And we've got kids and we've got all of these things that are demanding our attention. 
And those things are all, if they're not helping you towards your goal or they're not helping you accomplish the task you need to accomplish right now, those things are all distractions. So get your phone and put it away. Turn your notifications off on your computer if that's what you're working on. Um, you know, get rid of those things. If you're going to use your phone, put on some music and turn off notifications. Put on Do Not Disturb. Put on, I'm a big, I love Hans Zimmer. It's like movie score music. Uh, it's some of the best working music I find. Uh, I love to work to it. I'm frequently listening to it in the office. Um, you know, put on some music that gets you motivated and gets your creative juices flowing. Turn off Netflix. You cannot watch a show and work on a project efficiently. It's just, I, I don't believe that people can do it. I totally get it. People love to have a show in the background and like I can cook and have a show on, but I can't, I can't really create and build something from a business side and have a TV show on in the background that I'm watching unless it's maybe something I've seen a hundred times. I could have Step Brothers on in the background because I've watched that movie so many times and not even be paying attention to it. It's not going to pull my attention away from what I'm doing. It's basically white noise. But again, I still believe that just general music is a better white noise. And the reason I like Hans Zimmer is it's non-lyrical, so it's all just... It's just music. There's no lyrics that I'm listening to and singing along with. So eliminate those distractions. Get those things away. You know, for me, get off the PlayStation. Uh, turn off the TV. Those things are distractions for me. Uh, get off of YouTube. Close some of the tabs on your computer. If you can operate in one to three tabs just for what you need to be doing for your project, then do that. Close everything else out. Hide it. Get it away from your eyeballs so you're not distracted. Don't respond to text messages. Just like eliminate those distractions and it will help get you out of your rut and keep you out of that rut because those things are just going to suck you back in to not being as productive as you can. So one of the best things about having a business coach, uh, and trust me, I feel this with our business coach, is the added need to get things done, right? Like I... I'm unmotivated sometimes. And if I know that I'm going to have a meeting with our coach, the last thing I want to do is get on there and say, yeah, I didn't get this thing done. And, you know, no big deal because I know he's going to call me to the carpet and he should. And I don't want that. I don't want to be embarrassed in front of the group and I don't want him to, you know, think badly of me. So I'm like way more motivated to get things done, which means sometimes I have procrastinated stuff and then I'm, I'm executing last minute because I know it's due the next day when we meet with them. Um, and that's not ideal, but at least I'm getting the job done. And what's remarkable is I'm way more comfortable, like psychologically, I'm more comfortable not doing something and just letting myself down and like, well, I know it's not good for my business, but I just don't want to do it right now. Versus I know it's not good for my business and I don't want to do it right now. But when I hop on my coaching call, he's going to call me to task and I don't want that. So let's get this thing done. Or let's make this decision. or Let's do this thing. And it's kind of remarkable how that works. And that's one of the best things about having a coach. And I know a lot of my clients have told me they do this very same thing. They're like, oh, I knew I was getting on a call with you tomorrow. And I looked at our to-do list and I didn't have three of them done. So I knocked them out last night. Uh, so they're not perfect, but they're almost done. And then we go through those things and we like refine them and make them better. And I really see a lot of 
growth in my clients when they're on those one-on-one calls and they're they're doing that and I feel it myself. So I that's kind of my my big thing is like if you aren't getting coaching, that's one of the biggest benefits. There, I mean, there's millions of benefits, but that's a huge one. And I highly suggest if you don't have a business coach yet, you get one. I have one. I, I think it is a healthy thing to do. Like you should have someone who is helping coach you through your business, helping keep you accountable, helping you stay on task and work on the right priorities. I already mentioned before also, come to Vegas. Like if you're in a rut, come to Vegas. I'm gonna say it again uh, a little bit later, but like get to Vegas and get around smart people in similar situations who can give you advice. You will leave with page after page of notes of things you wanna do and you will leave motivated and executed. So we all get times when we're not motivated. Everyone does, it's, it's inevitable. Sometimes it's normal and even it's somewhat psychologically healthy to reset, to step away and not be working on the business. It's not healthy to grind all the time. There's very few people that can do that and still maintain health. Um, so no, but at the same time, the things that distract us and the things that we love doing when we're not there can also very quickly become a negative, right? I love movies. I love playing video games, but doing those things all day long is not productive and is a waste of time and, and it's a waste of my life. And the same thing can be said about many other things, right? Facebook isn't evil. But if you're spending three hours a day scrolling Facebook, it's not bringing goodness to your life. Same thing with Instagram, TikTok. I don't know if there's a lot of goodness on there. There's some interesting things, I guess, but I know people who can scroll TikTok for hours. That's not helping you grow. That's not building good things in your life. So all of these things that can be brief little escapes, brief little mental resets, can also be quicksand and pull you in and the next thing you know, you've spent your entire day doing that thing. So if you're in a rut, what I would like you to do is follow the steps that we've laid out. Go do something active, make a visual list of things to accomplish, pick one simple thing and do it, and eliminate distractions from your workspace. All right, now if you're not in a rut, I want you to take those four things and I want you to write them down I want you to post them somewhere, put them somewhere where you'll see them when you're stuck. And then I want you to implement those steps right away. And hopefully this will help you execute and get out of that unmotivated moment faster. It will help set you up for success and you'll already have the, the life hack, the cheat code ready to go. All right, everyone, as I've said a hundred times, come to conference. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, that is January 7th and 8th of 2023. It's going to be absolutely amazing. If you're listening to this after 2023 or in 2023, we have conferences every year. Uh, so look out for our Vegas conference in January of 2024. Uh, we will be having one, I imagine, uh, in Vegas. Every year is the plan at the moment. Uh, so make sure you're checking out our website where we post information like that. And you're also on our public Facebook group and our gym owners Facebook group. All right, everyone. I hope you are having a wonderful day, weekend, whenever it is you are listening to this. As always, if you ever need anything, reach out to me, shoot me an email, uh, send me a Facebook message. I'm here to help you 
If you're interested in joining the academy, you can reach out to me. I can connect you with Justin, who will talk you through the entire process of how to get started. Uh, you won't regret it. The academy is pretty amazing, and I may get coached by me or any one of our other amazing business coaches. Um, if you're looking for another great podcast, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast by Jason Larkins. Uh, a lot of great cheerleading related stuff in that podcast. He talks with amazing guests. You don't want to miss it. I'm looking forward to listening to his most recent episode as well. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.